Hello, everyone. How are you doing? This is episode, I don't even know, six, I think, of Seriously Funny, the podcast hosted by Mashnur Kabir. This week, I think I said that I was going to be speaking about empathy. I'm going to save that until next week. Sorry for lying to you. Um, this week, this uh, Friday, uh, today, the day I'm recording this, Juice World came out with a new album. Quinn, 92, also came out with a new album. However, I'm not going to do seven album reviews right now. And I want to speak on Juice a little bit too, so it might uh, may take a minute. Uh, <laughs> the humor in this podcast may be... Uh, it, the f- We're going to start by talking about Juice. That's what I want to do first. Um, first, you know... Pr- prelude uh yeah today uh, juice world's first posthumous album and his third third album came out uh yeah came out uh today on friday it is july 10th and i really like it uh to spoiler alert in a few minutes but you know ali lottie that's at least her addy i don't know what her actual last name is ali uh juice's girlfriend well, I guess she was his. He's dead now, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she uh, she worked really hard to make sure that the album was put together well in a way that he would have liked and that he would have been okay with. You know, putting out uh, artists often have very high standards for the content that they want to uh, put into the ether, and I'm sure Juice very much so did as well. So she took a lot of months and hours, I'm sure, and I'm sure it was really hard for her, but she she did it, and she got this album through. So very a huge thanks to her as a enormous Juice World fan, because I do love his music. I want to hear a lot of his music, and I want to continue seeing it on my Apple Music library uh, as more hopefully continues to be released. So yeah, uh, that's the album that came out. Again, shout out to Ali. Now, Juice World Jared Anthony Higgins was... Uh, after he passed, you know, people talk about him. He was like XYZ, and everyone said that he was an amazing man. He was kind, he was sweet, he was nice, and uh, he was young. He He really was young. Often, every now and then, you'll get someone like, you know, Tentacion, and although he was 20, uh, was he 20? He was 20. Although he was 20 when he passed, he, he was, he didn't act like he was 20. He didn't think like he was 20. He seemed really old. He seemed very wise. He understood things due to the innumerable amount of things that he went through in his life, and he was mentally at least older than a 20-year-old juice. Of course, you know, when you run into fame and life, you run into things. And obviously, juice wasn't just some 21-year-old. But he, he was very young. And I feel like he, you know, didn't have a complete grasp on the world yet. And obviously, of course, it is extraordinarily saddening to me and millions of other kids that he passed before he was able to learn more and more and understand more about this this life thing because he didn't get to stay here very long and it sucks 
and then I I joke a lot and about Juice's death and uh, you know I make jokes about how he died and how it was dumb, which it kind of was. You know, you think the cops are going to come. Where do I hide my pills? Oh, in my stomach. (laughs) Then what happens? You die. (laughs) And the reason I laugh about it, the reason I joke about it, the reason I make it funny is because, well, as we would, as I read one somewhere, the reason I joke about it is because if I wasn't laughing, I'd be crying. You know, I wouldn't be crying, but I can't cry really anymore. But you know, it, it does, it hurt a lot, and I, for a lot of people, and I don't, I'm not glad it happened, it sucks that he had to battle with addiction, and like I spoke on the fifth vital last week, addiction sucks, from what I read in the book, and I could not imagine going through it, so, you know, bless Juice's soul, but he had his demons, he went through what he went through, and unfortunately, unlike Mike Malak, he... Juice wasn't as lucky to get out. Ali did a lot to help him. Again, shout out to her. She was an amazing person, and I'm sure an, uh, an absolutely terrific, incredible, significant other. From all the things she says and said and who she is, uh, from what I see online at least, uh, she's an absolutely extraordinary person. And I'm glad that she was the one that took care of Juice because I... I'm sure that without her, Juice probably wouldn't have even made it to 21. Uh, you know, he, he tried his best to get off of the drugs, but he couldn't, uh, unfortunately, and it led to his demise. I like Juice, and I think a lot of people did too, and I like him more when I hear that he was a genuinely nice guy behind the curtains and behind the fame and behind the Louis and all the other stuff. And we'll, we'll talk more about that when we get to some of the lyrics and the songs. Um... But yeah, it is very unfortunate about what happened to Juice World. I really wish he were back. And some of the things he speaks on very often in his music is we lost too many people. We Too many people are dead. This sucks. Oh, everyone's gone. I feel like I'm the only one left. A, you're not left anymore. And B, it's so weird because he's talking. He's He added himself to his own list after he died. That's quite a spectacle to see, huh? It's quite a thing to do. You really got to be cool for that one. Uh, <laughs> man, but, you know, he did it. And as funny as it is, it does suck. And it's, it's very, very, very weird. Because uh, when you hear it and he's saying, we lost too many people, it's you feel like you're saying it instead of him saying it because, well, you know, he's dead. (laughs) He's one of the people lost. So, yeah, it sucks. And I, I, you know, I hopefully will hear some more music from Juice. I've heard a lot of Juice leaks before. They're incredible, absolute fire. The talent that Juice had was recognized by many. Uh, Lil D was the rapper name. I will not pronounce all the way, Eminem, and so many others acknowledge Juice in such an ephemeral career, such a bright and ephemeral career, and I guess, you know, it shows that big quote, uh, the brightest stars burn out the fastest, and that is very, very, very true for Juice. So, it's not a great, fun thing, but it is what it is. 
And yeah, he definitely had an extraordinary talent with his freestyling, with his ability to understand music, with his ability to slaughter any beat that he touched. Uh, incredible, uh, absolutely marvelous and amazing work what he did and what he was able to do and the type of art that he was able to create. It was in the music realm, he was on definitely another level than probably anyone else with what he was able to accomplish and yeah I, i've said it multiple multiple times but again you know absolutely awesome so with that said uh, rest in peace to juice world long live well rest in peace to jared anthony higgins and long live juice world may his music live on may his legacy live on and may his words continue to help and aid other people, which he speaks on in this album, uh, in a later song, which we will get to. So, as uh, I did with Ian Dior's album, I'm going to be taking this song by song. I listened to this yesterday, and I have had the album just running in the background for the day today. So, let's get into it. Uh, a lot of the tracks in this album were interludes and people talking whether it was juice talking or other people talking about juice so some of these aren't songs uh, and the first thing on the album was intro and in it i i really loved the way they did the intro it was just juice talking and saying stuff and it really reminded me of the intro that they did for x xxx tentacion on bad vibes forever his second post thomas album uh and yeah it was really creative and you know what else can you do right so they handled it really well so I, I liked how they did that and then the first song and the second track is conversations and i loved the unique beat i haven't heard juice hit a beat like this and playing around on the different sound of this song uh when i heard this song i felt like the rest of the album was also going to be pretty different pretty new you know juice was going to play with stuff and i was very right and yeah the rap on this song however the words he spoke it was uh it was really him and the things he was saying and i, I love the things he says uh let me go whip out the lyrics if i can without accidentally pressing it some of the lyrics yeah the devil hit my phone he want to talk but i'm not really up for conversations i can have my cake and eat it too i just gotta make a reservation chilling in my head but it's not but it's hot. Flames everywhere. I see Satan. Demons trying to run up on my spot a lot. Really, really running out of patience. And then the way he uh, pronounces a lot of the words and the cadence he takes on in the song is amazing. I love it. It was fun and funny. And although he was speaking some, you know, fair stuff and fun stuff, it was great. Also, to go back to the intro real quick, it was him talking about how there's more important things than heartbreak. Uh, I think Jew suffered from anxiety more in the mental arena a lot he talked about it in many of his songs so he spoke you know in the intro he said you know there's other problems death harder you know anxiety mental illness so uh this album he did speak a fair bit about real stuff and uh one of the songs i'll, I'll get more into it about just juice being him uh, the next song on the album the third track was titanic and it, the album, after I heard this song, it, yeah, very much, I was pretty sure that it was going to sound different. The beat that he was playing around on, uh, it was fun. And Titanic, he killed the track as he always, always does. 
the next song was Bad Energy, and I liked the the way he sung around with it and the way he played around with it. Maybe not my favorite Juice song ever, but it was a, it was a great song. And I again, I a lot of the reason I like it is just because he was playing around and he was having fun. Which, to one extent, as a posthumous album, is not the greatest because well. You can't change from feedback. You can't hear what you know. Everyone has to say, and he, you know, it, whatever we hear in later and next will be interesting because you know he was having a fun time and playing around. And if he released this album, it would um, the sound of it would be interesting and fun, and he would probably enjoy listening to what people thought, but can't do that anymore so with them releasing a posthumous album that sounded very new like a new type of juice world it was uh, risky but good move because i'm sure that they also knew juice killed every track and every beat that he was on the next one was blood on my jeans and the what i wrote for this is that it was a slow flow that juice is just surfing on and it got a little faster in the middle but it really was a he really was just surfing on it and i love I love that the the way my brain thought of that because if you listen to this album, if you listen to that song, yeah, he really do be surfing on it. The way he speaks on it, the way he's rapping, the way he's freestyling on that beat, it's very special and it's very cool and wavy. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely fire. And then "Tell Me You Love Me," which was the first uh, pre-release single, uh, meaning that this song was out before the album, and. It was a Trippy Red feature, and he has a lot of songs with Trippy Juice World, and this was one that made it on the album. Hopefully, the other ones I've heard are leaks, but they're absolutely fire. So hopefully, we'll hear those too. Tell me you love me. I love Trippy's verse. I love the song. You know, tell me you love me. Tell me everything gonna be okay. Uh, amazing, and the. First Juice verse, obviously amazing, but Juice's second verse on this song, when he hit the fast flow, and I mean he hit the fast flow. I'm going to turn my mic down a little bit because it looks like I'm peaking a bit. But yeah, when he hit the fast flow on this song, oh my God, yo, awesome. I'm absolute heat, dude. It was so good. I loved the I loved the fast flow and the, the rap, just the straight hard, you know, inc- insane rap that juice hit and the fact that he could hit that especially if he freestyled that oh my god dude that that's something else the talent on this man was in insane absolutely insane uh the next song was hate the other side this was more of a fun fun song and you know straight some you know nice fine rap not as fast as the second verse on time you love me but just rap very fire. Uh, the Polo G feature, he he definitely killed the track pretty well. Leroy feat, uh, it was his verse in itself wasn't bad, but with the song, I felt like it was a little high pitched compared to the rest of the song, and it didn't mesh as well as it could have. Uh, and I've heard heard some okay songs from Leroy, especially Go, which he released with Juice World just a few weeks before this album. Uh, and it was it was really good, and so the high pitch decision there was, eh, in in my opinion, the next song was "Get Through It," which is uh, also just another interlude. It's Juice just with a monologue, and so yeah, it's just like the intro, just and it is a it is a great 
great monologue for the people who were more affected than me with his passing, and I'm sure that they'll hear his voice and they'll really, really like it. The next song is Life's a Mess, and this was the first single teaser for the album. Uh, other than Tell Me You Love Me, I didn't know that'd be on the album. But this is with Halsey, who has a third verse on the song right at the end. I really like this song. At first, I was thinking I was kind of iffy on it. But as I listened to the song and I read the lyrics, it was absolutely amazing. And I really liked it. Um, it was really slow. And the lyrics were, uh, as I wrote here, beautiful. And you can really feel him talking about Allie, as I said, his girlfriend. And about how much he loves her and the things he says, if I... If you would let me pull up the lyrics here, I can read them. And they're they're really nice. Uh, have you ever fallen head over heels for somebody? Not just somebody. No, no. Have you ever fallen head over heels for somebody that made promises to give you the world? Um, I really hope they held you down. I really hope it was no lying because when heart breaks, it feels like the world's gone. It really does, bro. Heartbreak sucks. Um, but if the love's real, you'd feel your soul roar like a lion and you'd finally let bygones be bygones. Don't throw in the towel. I know it feels like you're the only one trying. You just got to learn to live and love on. I belong with the one put on this earth for me. Everybody has their someone. Just got to look and see. I'm screaming out, Lord, help me. I've been lonely. That's when you accept me. Then you set me free. That The pre-chorus right there, especially, I can feel him talking about Ali. I can feel his love come through the lyrics in the song, and it's so amazing. I really like hearing it, and I love listening to that. Uh, the rest of the song is fire, and the way he sings it is pretty great. And I, again, really, really enjoyed it. It really grew on me. And Halsey also had a great verse. It was very fitting. Uh, the fact that it was at the end was a little weird. It felt like they just kind of put her on there, but her words fit well with the song so it's fine uh the next song is come and go this is a marshmallow produced song oh yeah the other one was also produced by marshmallow which one was it called hate the other side that also featured marshmallow who uh did pretty well in the beat in my opinion come and go was also just a marshmallow produced song the juice was on and i i do like mellow i do like marshmallow his songs are not bad and many of them are fire back when i liked the trap songs more the what would you call it? dubstep ish i guess more i i really liked marshmallow so if they recorded this when he was alive which i'm sure they did because it fits so well with the beat juices you know vocals i'm sure they had a blast in the studio i could just imagine them having a good time and i like the lyrics that he said I will, I'm going to go find those in a second. But yeah, there's a flow switch in the middle of a song that was extremely fun and it really changed the energy of the song really well. And I like the chords uh, in Marshmello's beat drop. You can hear some like strings from a, uh, electric and it was it, pretty fire. Uh, Come and go featuring Marshmello. Let's see if I can find the lyrics here. I try to be everything that I can, but sometimes I came out, come out as being nothing. I try to be everything that I can, but sometimes I come out as being nothing. I pray to God that he make me a better man. Maybe one day I'm going to stand for something. I'm thanking God that he made you part of my of the plan. I guess I ain't go through all that crap for nothing. Yeah, I, I just like the lyrics. I guess it didn't mean much to me personally, but I liked what he was saying and that he was real on it. Uh, also, going back to... Uh, life's a mess a little bit he says there's someone on this earth for you just got to look and see uh i'm gonna give you the greatest relationship advice you've ever heard are you ready kids 
If you wake up next to your partner in the morning, and when you look at them, you do not want to hit them over the head with a frying pan, you're winning. <laughs> this means that finding, quote, the one, end quote, it's, sorry, stop, don't, it's not going to happen. <laughs> it can happen, of course, but the chances are so rare. Find someone you like, find someone you love, find someone that you can tolerate, and that, again, you do not want to hit over the head with a skillet, and your life will be fine. Because if you get into a relationship and you think that you want this perfect someone that's just everything exactly that you needed and wanted, your Prince Charming or your Princess whatever Rapunzel or every other Disney princess it, you're not going to put everything you can into your relationships because you always have this this thought of I could have more and it could ruin something that it could be really great uh, don't try to look for perfect just look at what you're in and see if that's what you want uh you know some fun relationship advice uh you probably won't find the one sorry your soulmate uh, maybe they do exist i mean they probably exist but will you find them sorry seven billion people and it's only climbing you're probably not gonna find them i said that seven times maybe 700 times hopefully you're sad now if that is what you expected in life i apologize but that is the truth <laughs> but yeah the song was still great the next song was I Want It, and I love the soft style of the rap that Juice can play with, uh, the fun lyrics as long as well as the soft delivery. It has a really funny ambivalence because he was speaking some fun things and saying some fun stuff, and the way he said it, his cadence, how it was soft and the, the pitch of the song. and just the total you know loudness per se of the song. It was the yin and yang, the balance it created was amazing i really liked it uh the next song was fighting demons now this song is a leak that i previously heard and the piano chords at the beginning are absolutely amazing i really liked the the piano and i really like the piano in general the strings guitar and piano are both just beautiful beautiful instruments and this song, Fighting Demons, it was just a raw rap from Juice. Uh, it was very, very amazing, very fire. I love this leak back when it was a leak. And, you know, the official version is just as amazing, if not better. And this this song, uh, being a leak and being that it's older, uh, it feels very Juice-esque uh, in, with his energy. Like a lot of the songs on here, as I said, were very experimental, very new, very, you know, Juice playing with some new stuff and some new sounds and some new energies. But this song, very just... When you hear this song, you think Juice World, and I I like it very much. And he is talking about real stuff in the song and about how money isn't going to give him happiness. And as I said earlier, yeah, he had a lot of money. The Louis Vuitton was on him. He he liked to dress up. He liked to play around with the money. But he said here, you know, money isn't giving me happiness. And he talked about the demons in his brain, as with the uh, you know, title of the song. And we know about demons, don't we, boys? Because we spoke about that in a previous podcast. Yep, it's all coming together. I can see the future. I wish, not really. Uh, yeah, it, the song, though. I, yeah, I run away in fear of me dying today. Uh, 
and I'm not the same who said I was subject to change. My demons are breaking out of their cage. I'm praying that I see another day. I said my demons are breaking out of their cage. On my knees, I pray for better days. Chip, chip, cheerio, everything's all good, right? I got rich, I got rich, I'm living the fast life. Coops, couple M's in my bank account, I got cash, right? And that's supposed to make me happy. I got a couple questions, how come that crap don't ever make me happy? Money give me an erection, but that don't mean it's gonna be everlasting. Yeah, I know it's a blessing, but how come it always feel like the devil plotting and the devil watching? Uh, you know, yeah, he's talking about how the money didn't bring him happiness, which... We hear the message a lot, and maybe one day I'll speak on that more, but you know, the, the general way to say it is money is a means, not an ends. If you treat money as an ends, you will end up really sad. That's the moral of the story, but we'll probably get into it in another episode one day. Uh, the next song was Wishing Well. Uh, this song was a little louder in the loudness as <laughs> the, the scale I created earlier. Yeah, the song was louder, a lot more hype. I really enjoyed it. Uh, uh, the energy on it was fire, amazing, and it was great. The words and are fitting with how he's yelling his pain, but he doesn't sound sad when he's yelling the things he's you know yelling about and talking about because the things he's talking about are sensitive, they're sad, they're hurtful, things that would affect you, right? And in it, he says he tells his quote secret end quote in the song, right? And the lyric was quote, "But if you keep taking these pills." But if I keep taking these pills, I won't be here. Yeah, I just told you all my secret, end quote. And yeah, well, Juice, you're cr- pretty correct to Mundo about that one, aren't you? Uh, you are not here anymore after you continue to take the pills. I understand addiction is a problem. I'm not going to blame it on him. I'm not going to blame it on anyone else. But I I really wish he was able to get out of it. Unfortunately, that wish isn't going to do me much now, is it? But yeah, he, uh, he spoke on it. He knew he might have died but he uh uh in a later song we'll uh talk about this death thing uh he was definitely right uh, as i wrote here you know about and the yelling and not having a shift in his tone when he's talking about all this sad stuff right when you're talking about how you're gonna die that's not something you talk about like yeah i'm i'm going to be dead yeah ha ha yeah lol yeah right but uh he spoke about it in that way in that manner and I think what that shows is that when you're talking about your problems and you you're stolid when you're equanimous when you speak is that a word Equanim- equanimity is a word I'm going to say it's a word when you're what does placid mean placid is a word I think that means to calm someone down that doesn't just mean that you're calm does it let's uh, I'm looking at it right now uh Placid, not easily upset or excited. You know, nah, place it enough. We'll call it place it. Someone may get mad of the misuse of the word, but you know, just not shifting in his tone, very consistent tone, uh, and that kind of just shows that you're used to it, that you're used to your problems, that you're used to your, you're just numb to that pain and the consequences of the pain. You know what's wrong. You know everything you're doing. You're aware of all the problems. You're well well aware of the consequences. You're well aware that you're going to die as Juice was, but you just, you know what you're doing and you're still doing it. Uh, you know, uh, that's kind of what that lack of tone shift and the energy of the song kind of showed to me at least relate to me and i can relate to that you know oftentimes when i speak on my problems mostly my past problems especially it, i don't my voice doesn't change my tone doesn't change i don't get all sad or pitiful it's it's just a thing you know it just is it just was it happened whatever right and so i i felt the i really like that song wishing well the next song was screw juice and 
first he says, you know, quote, if I can make it to where I am, you can make it, uh, you can make it to first as well, end quote. Uh, he didn't use those words exactly, but that was a message, right? He just said, if I can make it, you can do it too. You know what I'm saying? And he also uh, plays with, you know, something funny. Now she want to screw juice. So screw juice. He used both things as in, you know, screw juice. Like who, who, who the F am I? You know, I'm famous, but you know, screw juice. Who am I? You can do it too, bruh. But he also screwed juice, you know, playing around with it, using, making it funny, using the two, uh, definitions of the screw, so like screw you. That was hilarious. And I liked how he played with that. And I like how he used both of it. It was funny and creative. The next song was Up, Up, and... Uh, uh, just tripped on a bunch of my peas there. Up, Up, and Away. And this was also a previous, previous leak. I loved this leak when I first heard it. I got absolutely attached to it. Uh, this this leak was, from the moment I heard it, amazing. Um, the lyrics are soft at the beginning, and then the pre-chorus gets a louder, and then the verse is pretty chill. Like, you know, up, up, and away. I've been through the walls of my brain, and we're caving in. Uh, what are the lyrics? Let me pull them before I embarrass myself with this maybe not so great singing. Up, up, and away. I've been through the walls in my brain, and they're caving in. I saw there's walls, there's an ocean. I can't swim, especially with all these waves. And then he brings it up. I'm walking in Prada, trying to solve my problem through the knife on a vise, moonlight sonata. I try to deny, but you see the pills in my eyes. I tell her that I'm high, but she don't seem surprised. Uh, and then, you know, maybe I realize that my life is a ride. Buckle up, hold tight, take a left turn, right? GPS don't work and can't see at night. So it's getting hard to drive. Anxiety is stopped. I'll stop there before someone's ears bleed. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I liked the, uh, the way that he played with all the cadences, the energies and the vibes in the song. And it was, I, absolutely incredible song one of the favorites on the album if i haven't heard it so much before the album came out i this was dev this definitely would have been one of the one of my favorites and the next one is another interlude just people talking about juice the man the myth the legend uh and it was two you know juice uh eminem and lil d were speaking on his ability to freestyle and eminem said he really mastered the art um then there was someone else at the end of the track, and I don't remember. I don't know who it was, but yeah. Anyways, you know, fun little interlude just showing how Juice was acknowledged by some, you know, people that are looked well upon in the industry, in the game of the music. Ooh. The next song was Stay High, and this was another singy type of song. He sang, uh, but it's also, you know, a very Juice-esque song. This was also a type of song that if you heard them, if you hear it, you think Juice World. And, you know, a nice trap beat with a nice rap flow switch at, at some point. And it was a, a solid track that, you know, Juice, we just know Juice to murder these tracks. So he did it the same on this one. Absolute amazing flow. The verses were killed and just an awesome song in general. The next track and song was Can't Die, and um, <laughs> what, a, what a song name, Juice, Can't Die. I wonder why that's ironic. <laughs> but yeah, he. Um, I disagree with the song name, definitely, but he says in this song, quote, sometimes it feels like I can't die, end quote. 
He wrote about never dying on his Twitter. He would say, I- I'm going to be immortal. I'm going to live forever. Uh, obviously, not live forever, forever. But, you know, in this, he, he was going to live a long time. He was going to make it. Uh, and that was a really, you know, a 20-year-old type of thought, right? You feel invis- invisible. Invincible. You feel invisible when you're hitting puberty. Yeah, you feel invincible. Uh, at 20s, right? You're partying. You, If you're juice, you're doing a lot of drugs. And all these... Uh, not so great things, honestly, but yeah, he talks about other artists who've died over the past few years, and I wrote here, you know, who would have thought you'd be on your own list? Um, this song was uh, quite uh, telling to one extent because, you know, being young, this told, this showed me his youth and how young he was just because, you know, sometimes I it feels like I can't die because I never was alive. Every day it feels like someone new dies. Hope that hope the news is a lie. Honestly, relatable. Every day it feels like someone new dies. And especially when I saw Juice's, the news of Juice's death, uh, one of my buddies texted to me while I was at work. And at first I'm like, there's, that's, there's no way that's real. There's no way that's happening. And I just continued with my work, but it kept nagging at my brain. So I, I Googled it and a lot of sources said it. And I, I thought, you know, hopefully it's wrong. Hopefully he's not dead. Hopefully he's just, you know, going to the hospital. And well, we know how the story ends now, don't we? So yeah, in general, uh, the song itself is uh, amazing. You know, yeah, lost too many this year, shed too many of them tears, uh, you know, the song was good in itself, and it just shows some of his youth just with the sometimes it feels like I can't die. Uh, and because I never was alive, that can also be interpreted. I'm not going to sit here and do that. That might take a while. So, yeah, the next uh, song and track was um, Man of the Year, and this was a very upbeat song. And uh, the so- I really liked the beat of the song and the way he played on the song and the just the the beat of the song what i wrote here was very old school type of tune and i i like that he used it and again this was a more experimental one but i think this is one of my one of my favorite more experimental beats on the album i i absolutely loved it and in this song he says quote i know my lyrics saved you i know i helped you with the breakthrough end quote or something around those lines and (laughs) that's funny and i really liked how he he definitely saved many and his lyrics definitely saved many and i really like how he sings his mind um as i said i'd speak on a lot of juice's songs in because he's freestyle uh, freestyling especially it's really just coming from him directly from his head from his mind from his soul from his from his everything and it's just you can hear him in it his his lyrics are unapologetically undeniably just him everything he's saying it's it's what he thinks it's what he's doing he's not fake he was very very real and i liked that i I really liked that even him talking about just saying you know my lyrics saved you i know that Uh, you don't see artists just going around saying yeah i know my lyrics saved y'all you're right but I never say y'all. That was so weird. I I grew up in Virginia. Maybe I should say y'all, but y'all's just never been my thing. It's always been you guys, or I don't even say you all to be honest. Yeah, it's just you guys and y'all. Man, weird. <laughs> but yeah, this is, I loved the sound of the song. Absolutely amazing. And yeah, again, the way he speaks his mind is great, amazing, respectable, commendable. And um, I really, really, I, I just like it and the things he says. It's amazing, especially because, you know, I think the reason that 
quote, I know my lyrics saved you, unquote. The reason that the lyrics did save people were because they were real, because they were genuine, because he was a person and he was going through it. And he did go through it, and unfortunately, he didn't see his way through all of it. He was consumed by it. But yeah, and the night last track was is another interlude type thing and it was it's juice world speaks from heaven and it's him on an instagram lying live saying uh, i'm in heaven y'all and i'm speaking from speaking to y'all from heaven i don't know if that was on instagram live or if they just made his voice with some you know technology and stuff i don't know how it happened or how it worked or where that came from but it was interesting and then there's a voice at the end i don't know whose it was or where it came from but it was there and this one was short but very very quite the outro and man of the year was a great ending song by the way the placement of the songs i feel like were really well done so ali if you helped with that very very good job and other than that you know everyone else who played a part very well done and one of my cousins he said uh that quote the album was a movie end quote and honestly it really it really was it was amazing and uh it was raw it told a story of you know juice and uh things he was going through and it was it really was movie-esque and i that was probably so loud i just put my phone down (laughs) but yeah very movie-esque and very very great so then we got a few more minutes Uh, yeah i will keep talking about music i'm not (laughs) sure i I could just bring some random stuff but we keep talking about juice uh quinn's album also came out i didn't have the chance to listen to it listen to it uh yet uh but in general, it sounds nice. Uh, I do like it. He seems like he's playing with a lot more like uh, fast-paced hip-hop and pop music. So that's fun. He had a Black Bear feature, and I heard Bear's feature on the first song. Oh, it's great. Honestly, bro, it's album dropping season, dude. For real, for real. Uh, Trippy got a new album coming soon. Juice just dropped this one. Quinn just dropped this one. Bear has a two-part album coming out, right? And part one comes out in August, I think. It might. I know it's actually late July, so this month. That's very, 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 very exciting. I love Bear. I've been a Bear fan since I was in early seventh grade, so back in like 2012-ish, I guess. Yeah, I've been a fan for Bear for about uh, like seven years now. Man, yeah, Bear's Bear's been a homie for a minute. Maybe not seven, yeah, like six years now. But yeah, Bear's been a homie for a minute. I've I've loved Bear's songs, but uh, his music's a lot different now than it was. He's grown a lot. He's sobered up, which is amazing for him. To one extent, it sucks though, because like I don't have that R and B sound. I'll never have anyone to s- that sounds like Bear again. You know, old Bear, that R and B feeling, the blues and the rhythm there. Oh man, I'll never get it back. And it's a little bit sad, but I'm glad for him. And I, you know, I never would wish that he relapses or anything. He has a kid now. He has a, a f- female whom he has a good relationship with. So all in all, his life's going really amazing. Uh, hopefully, I think so, and I hope it continues to stay that way. Shout out Bear, you helped me through a lot back in the day, and you were, the, you, you know, your music was there with me for a while. Shouts out to the bear. Who else? Oh, yeah, Riley. R-I-L-E-Y, like with spaces between every letter. He's also a friend of Bears, and I've been listening to Los Angeles, L-O-S-S Angeles, and his album of 2020. It's really good. That's an R&B album. Yo, fire. Absolute fire. If you like R&B, if you like vibes, if you like the rhythm and the blues, which, man, I just, I forgot how 
good rhythm and blues were as since I haven't heard you know I don't go listen to old bear every two days or something but man rhythm and blues R&B is such an amazing genre honestly uh, I, I so I loved Los Angeles and um, tried to accentuate my s there uh, Los Angeles and the songs on there every song was amazing and I really liked to not sober would you still love me if I'm never sober I feel that uh, not feel that as in the drugs. I don't do drugs, right? And no one else should. If anything comes from this podcast, like every other previous podcast, uh, every few previous podcasts, Juice World died from opioids and from codeine. Don't do drugs, please. <laughs> you know, uh, Mac Miller, Lil Peep, Juice World, so many people die into. So many people died to drugs. Too many people died to drugs. If you look at the numbers on, you know, Mike Malak's book of you know, the fifth vital and when he writes down the number of opioid deaths per year you know you just read it and it's just a number but when you really look at the number which I did oh man it's it's an enormous number the amount of lives that substances pills these small little things literally the size of your fingertip the amount of people that it's killed is abhorrent to say the least yeah it, it really does suck but yeah all I, <laughs> that is depressing all in all you know shout out juice shout out the album listen to juice world's legends never die that's the name of the album i don't know how many times i said it but yeah legends never die by juice world an incredible album a great first posthumous album i hopefully will hear more posthumous sounds from juice world uh, it, to one extent, I can tell that, you know, he wasn't behind it and he didn't plan it, but it was, it was an amazing album. Nonetheless, again, shout out Ali, his girlfriend, <laughs> and hopefully everyone can find their Ali in life, um, or their juice and to juice to, uh, or t- for Ali, he, she found juice, but yeah, someone so loyal, uh, and amazing and incredible. And even after death, just there for him and, uh, amazing. Maybe one day I will find a woman like that, although I'm celibate, so I guess it wouldn't matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, very amazing for Juice and the life he had. Yeah, uh, other than that, that's where we will end it. I have to process all this video and fun stuff and great stuff, and I have to do stuff. I ditched someone to record this. Hopefully you're listening to this. You know who you are. Uh, I love you, buddy. I will see you after I do all of this stuff and then take a shower right but you will hear this tomorrow if you listen to it uh well tomorrow or later if if you listen to it who knows views are uh i got 47 views on one episode i don't know how that happened but i want it to happen again uh so i'm gonna ask everyone if you did make it this far man i need to put it in the middle but i was having such a great time with that album review uh like subscribe comment uh and above that, please share this, you know, uh, maybe it's a little weird, like, oh, I know this guy, and uh, I never share stuff, but it would be really, really great for me, and really, really dope if you could, you know, uh, tell, you know, whether it be word of mouth with people you know, like, listen to this podcast, you don't have to say that you know me or anything, uh, because then maybe they'll think that you're just trying to garner attention because you like me. But if you do like this podcast, if you do listen to it, you know, tell your homies about it. And you can just say that you like it and that it's funny or fun. <laughs> maybe funny, you still need to work on that a little bit more. We'll talk about humor 
uh, in two podcasts, I will hopefully keep my promise with the empathy empathy podcast next week because I have a lot to think about on empathy in my personal personal experience in life with the conversation I just had with my brother yesterday. So yeah, um, please please share this podcast if it isn't word of mouth, and if you can do go above and beyond for me, and if you're willing to do it, please share it on your social media, Snapchat, Instagram, and all the other things. Word of mouth, along with all of that. Um, if you were to do that, if you would do that for me, thank you very much. Uh, you know, again, subscribe and I guess hit the bell icon. I don't understand YouTube's algorithm very well, but if it helps me get more views, please do it. <laughs> so, yeah, I I hope you enjoyed, and I will come back to you to talk about uh, just a bunch of funnier life stuff after next next week's. Uh, hopefully, next week's podcast can be somewhat funny. But yeah, we'll we'll speak more on just uh, dumb stuff and things that have been going on with uh, you know fun, funny, innocuous stuff that have been going on with me recently. So yeah, if I can find my mouse on my key computer, there it is. Uh, we will end it here. Thank you for listening. Once again, please like, subscribe, and leave a comment if you'd like. And please, please, please share this podcast with whether it be word of mouth, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Tumblr, LinkedIn. I don't know. Uh, somehow, some way. Please. Thank you. I love you all. Thank you for listening. Rest in peace, Jared Higgins. Long live Juice World. Uh, again, Legends Never Die. Great album. Out now on all streaming platforms. See ya.